Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the innovator of violence, the landlord of the House of Hardcore and the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer and I talk all about AEW Dynamite, especially the new signee, Tony Storm. Also, we get into Thunder Rose's promo and why we loved it. Speaking of AEW Dynamite, we speak to Jay Lethal just after his big match with John Moxley and what's going to happen Friday night at Ring of Honor Supercard. And just days away from night number one of WrestleMania, we talk to Bianca Belair, who's going up against Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Tony Storm, new signee for AEW, Tommy. Yeah, it was uh, Tony had uh, Tony Khan had said he had a big surprise in the women's uh, division, going to be a player. And he picked perhaps the hottest prospect who is still available. You know, it's baseball season and everyone's talking about all these talents that are not uh, signed with teams. If you're a New York fan, Michael Conforto is the big name who always pops up. But Tony Storm was the biggest, uh, the buzz about her since she basically just left WWE. And hey, it's a big pickup. If used properly, she'll be a gigantic star. You saw that she was trending uh, a couple of days ago, maybe a week, just based upon like her own social media. And now that she has television behind her, she looks great. She also had a lot of energy and she looked super duper happy and the fans loved her. And with that mix right away and working with the bunny who is such a excellent talent, I could sit here and praise the bunny for a long, long time because I'm a big fan of a bunny. And, um, it's just that the two women worked out well. It was a nice debut for her. And uh, I would love to also see the bunny get uh, something too, because I think she is an, uh, a very, very talented woman. Yeah, I, I agree with you on bunny. And with Tony Storm, like she just seemed emotional throughout the match. I mean, she got a little emotional when the match was over uh, from the reception of the crowd, but it also seemed like she was getting a little emotional during the match as well. Um Listen, 
you know, a lot of people, when they get released from the WWE, Tommy, you know this from our callers, right away everyone's like, all right, when, did they, when is AEW going to sign them? When are they going to get signed by AEW? AEW can't just sign everybody. And obviously there's a lot of examples of that, of wrestlers that have gotten released from the WWE. Tony Storm is, though, somebody that has so much potential, Tommy. And as Excalibur was saying... Excalibur was going through her resume, you know, especially what she did with stardom in Japan. And she's, she's seasoned. She is a veteran of this business, believe it or not. A lot of people may not realize that if they just look at her career in the WWE, but tremendous upside with Tony Storm, Tommy. And I think she's going to have one hell of a career in AEW. And now, again, perceived as a weakness just a couple years ago, another strength of that women's division in AEW. Yeah. You know, we spoke about with Tony, his roster is super duper deep. Um, it is a process, you know, he, we've discussed Tony brain with him a, a couple of times, you know, when he talked about people being hurt, you know, and I, I, that is, I mean, that's when you have the pencil uh, and you want to do something and somebody gets hurt. Okay. Who's going to be this next person to step up? Or who's this next person who's going to get me more and more interest? You think about she was trending because of she made X amount of dollars in one hour. Uh, that was what she started trending for. And now, you know, that's being on national television will fuel that. But and you talk about uh, she was smart enough to realize she wasn't going to be the person in WWE. I guess she saw the writing on the wall. I guess she saw that maybe WWE has something against Australians because they kind of don't push them all to the top. Um, it's a different when you come out there and you feel the love and you feel that like, wow, this could be a change or somebody we all the fans know how much like we love certain talents you could feel that energy but when you're going out there at times it's just going through the motions and when she gets called up and then she was up there for a while and just not used a lot and going through the motions all that stuff it's kind of like eh you know and you know everybody if you don't have passion for what you're doing it's time to move on and you know she did she she took her ball and went somewhere else and hopefully that works out for her and I think it will and it was funny because she did get into a program almost right away on SmackDown with Charlotte Flair, but it was completely one-sided. Like they, they didn't use like I think the fans were excited for Tony Storm. They loved her with NXT when she came to SmackDown. I thought it got a pretty damn good reception, and I think the fans wanted to see her there. But they put her in a program right away with Charlotte that was completely one-sided. At some points, even embarrassing to Tony Storm. And I hate to say that because when you're in a program with the top of the card, like Charlotte Flair, it should be a good thing, but it just wasn't for Tony Storm. I think this is definitely a good fit for her in AEW. Yeah, man. Uh, When you're okay. When, when you're working with the top and you said it was super duper one-sided, where do you go after that? Yeah. To the bottom. And you know, Hey, maybe there was other stuff. Who knows? You you put that past and you move forward. Um, you know, this is we're, we're talking about Dynamite. We're also talking about WrestleMania season. But you have brought up, a you know, an interesting thing about, hey, 
guess what? That happens and it's going to happen a little bit in AEW too. People's contracts start coming up. If you're been there for a while, it's not necessarily that you're going to be re-signed, even though they have new, uh, hopefully, I don't want to say new television, but they have a new company with Ring of Honor. But it, it's it's competition, man. Yeah. Football, how many roster spots? Baseball, how many roster spots? There's only a certain amount of roster spots that you could. That's why you always kind of want to, you always have to have your game on par because, hey, you know, that that's what happens with anybody's length of a contract. And then if it's injuries, there's so many different factors that go into it. But Tony has new life and she's going to really, really shine, I feel, on this platform, at least for a while. I believe so, too. And again, like it really does strengthen this women's division. When you look at the acquisitions over the last year for AEW, it's just making that division stronger. And now it's time to really build strong stories. That's what I think they really need to do with that division. Obviously, they're doing it with the AEW Women's Championship with Thunder Rosa and Nyla Rose. But with that rest of that division, let's build some stories. Let's make them a bit stronger. And obviously, that's going to get a lot of emotion with that crowd. It's great having the surprises. It's great having those new signees. But now you got to start to build stories. This week on Hope Solo Speaks. So tackling transgender athletes in sport on this podcast was something I felt the need to do. I grew up in a strong Christian home from a long line of leaders in our church. I was taught love and kindness. The hate that I have witnessed towards the transgender community from many Christians is the opposite of the example that was set forth by Jesus Christ. Listen to Hope Solo Speaks on the SXM app or wherever you get your podcasts. Thunder Rosa. And Thunder Rosa had her big promo. Don't forget, she wasn't able to do it last week, Tommy because she was attacked by Nyla Rose. Well, last night, Thunder Rosa got on the microphone. And I, was so, I found it odd. On social media, a lot of people were saying, wow, Thunder Rosa needs a manager. I was kind of thrown off by that, because what I, I loved Thunder Rosa's promo last night because it showed emotion and passion. It's kind of like what we talked about with Ronda Rousey the last time she was with the WWE, where, you know, once in a while, she would flub a word. But that's how you talk when you're mad. That's how you talk when you're emotional. You're going to flub a word or two. I, that, I thought that was the beauty of Thunder Rosa's promo last night, Tommy. Well, if you're listening to this show, you know that we never flub words for three hours. Oh my! I mean, th- and, th- and th- by the way, Tommy, thank you very much. Because I fucking flub a word every 10 seconds, my God. I flub a word. Why? Because I'm screaming and yelling and I'm passionate and I'm excited and I got emotion behind what I'm saying. So, hey, when you're emotional, you let your emotions get the best of you. Yeah, everybody says they don't want a scripted promo. They don't want it read off like it's been hand typed for them and given to them before they went out there and the microphone. So when somebody gets emotional, you have a problem with it? Odd. Dave, let me try to explain something to you because, and and I've said this many, many times, but it applies literally every day. Tony Storm comes out and is trending. It's an amazing, amazing moment. I wake up and I see Ruby Soho is trending. And you have, why is Ruby Soho trending? And then you're like, they're comparing her to Tony Storm 
And then everyone goes, well, she'll be popular for a month and then she won't be there anymore. And I'm like, is this really a trend that people are talking about the negative as opposed to talking about the positive? When last week, Thunder Rosa, I'll even backtrack a little bit. Just that happened. Me, you and Jay Lethal are three people within the wrestling industry. And we're debating what we would do last on a show that neither of us have any input on. Jay's going to be wrestling on it, but that's up to the owner and the owner to decide. But there'll be a whole bunch of people like, well, I should have done this. I should have done that. We even had the caller calling in talking about um, Tony Storm and then like, well, I hope it doesn't happen. Just enjoy this moment. If anything from the last what two years enjoy what we have for that time because you don't know if it's going to last we literally were talking about wrestlemania we're all hyped we're all hyped about going to a party we could not do this party before why because we're in a pandemic enjoy what we have because you don't know when it's going to be there if people want to talk about a flub line and and Great, go back and then talk. Or then I say, great, why don't you go and say uh, a something that's in your head in front of thousands of people? <clears throat> if I take it even further, Nyla Rose got a lot of heat last week for beating up and not letting Thunder Rosa speak. <clears throat> and I was like, what is going on here? Wait, we're mad that someone didn't let somebody to talk? Dave, because I know if you keep interrupting me, I'm going to fire up on you. Guess what? That's Nyla Rose's job. It's Nyla Rose's job to make you mad. It's Nyla Rose's job to make you want to hear what Thunder Rosa says. So if she takes that away from you, you should be pissed at her, but not pissed at her that you want to see her not on television or not pissed. Like, how dare she's a bad guy, a bad villain. That's what she's supposed to do. And I and that emotion is what you want. Why were people upset? Because they love Thunder Rosa. They thought that that was the moment where she could have a mic in hand and address the crowd. Nyla Rose took that moment away. So remember that. So when those two are in the ring, it's, hey, I'm rooting for Thunder Rosa because Nyla Rose is such a jerk that she took Thunder's moment away in front of thousands of fans in her home state of Texas. Remember that. That's what heels are supposed to do, Tommy. One, two, three, kid, Scott Hall. How many times we see the one, two, three, kid lose until, and it literally made his career. Think of how simple it is. We saw this guy lose all the time. One match, one set for three seconds. That changed somebody's trajectory in their life. Yep. And Scott Hall being the arrogant prick character helped somebody else. We've told so many great Scott Hall stories, but there's a lot more to that. But that's wrestling 101. Well, uh, Tommy, you just said it. And we, we do this a lot when it comes to wrestling. What do we compare it to? The Rocky movies. Well, Thunder Rose's journey was like the first Rocky movie, right? Britt Baker, you know, 
Here's Britt Baker. This is the esteemed champion. This is the one that everybody loves. She's the darling of the women's division of AEW and a class unto herself. Here comes Thunder Rosa that had to work her ass off, right? You know, the indie scene. You know, she even dabbled in MMA, the NWA. You know, she had to build herself up. To even, I mean, when she had that lights out match, she wasn't even signed with AEW. So Fighting we for saw a job. her. Yep. So we saw that story unfold in front of our eyes. And then she wins the championship. Now Nyla Rose, now she's playing the role of Clubber Lang. Now she's playing the role of spoiler. This is the next chapter in the story of Thunder Rosa. So like you said, Tommy, enjoy it. I just said that we need more stories in the women's division. Well, here's a story in the women's division. One thing that really, really stood out to me too, and please correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if English was her first language, correct? She was born in Mexico? Yes. Great. So people are going to get on another person uh, when English was their second language to go out there and talk emotionally in front of a whole live audience and millions of people on television. And if someone wants to... uh, um, debate me about millions of people on television. When you talk about ratings and you talk about, and I know you've gotten uh, on this with Bubba a lot of times, it is so much more about how people consume content. I know people want to talk about the impact uh, wrestling ratings. I know per week how much people are consuming impact wrestling. And guess what? It has beyond i'm talking millions if you put everything in the same universe in the sense of facebook twitter instagram youtube twitch this that and the other thing it's millions because it's somebody's job to give you that anyway back to thunder rosa somebody wants to critique or then get something negative about a person Think about if that was you and you're put in that spot. Think about also if English is not your first language. How Think if you were put in an arena in Mexico. Hey, go cut a promo in Spanish. How you would do. Don't ride the negative narrative. Ride the positive. That's all I'm trying to say. Because it, it, it's, it's so wrong of you to do that. You have no clue how it affects other people or that person that you're seeing. Because you can see everything. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because it's ridiculous. If you think about it, it's really ridiculous. And the only reason I'm bringing it up because I saw so many people post on social media about her needing a manager. She was yelling into a microphone about somebody who attacked her the week before, and she flubbed a word while she's emotionally invested in what she's saying. Like, it's ridiculous that people... I thought it was a good promo. It got me excited for when they finally have a confrontation between each other in the ring with that AEW World Heavyweight Championship on the line. It's it's ridiculous when you think about it, Tommy. And really quick, because to me, the ratings conversation is a boring conversation. But they're thinking about doing away with that whole deal with the yeah. ratings because it's it's outdated. So all these people that are so quick to jump on Twitter and say, oh my God, they got 1.1 instead of 1.2 this week. Or, boy, NXT did 750 instead of 800. 
Like it's outdated. It's outdated now with with streaming services and DVR and social media and YouTube. It's an outdated way of thinking. Dave, I literally get emails about things where how you're consuming. Let's say, uh, let's say the Super Bowl did a hundred million views. That has no bearing on how many people were watching on their phone, how many people were watching across the world and other networks. Other, it, it is insane to think about your footprint when you go out there and you say something or you do something on television or even this radio station. How many times after the show, usually about 10 to 15 minutes later, if you want to search your name, you will be like, this was just said on Busted Open. Or somebody will say a report, and the report came from our show. Tony Khan just announced another signing, and you'll have half the people be like, ugh, who's it going to be? He keeps on prom- making these big promises and doesn't deliver. And I'm like, this guy's delivered every single time. It, it, it's amazing. But that's if you follow the negative and most on social media is negative, man. It doesn't need to be because straight up, my grandfather was an Irish immigrant who had a strong Irish brogue, became a self-made millionaire through hard work. And there were times I could not understand my grandfather because he was speaking English, but had an uh, Irish brogue. And he would sometimes stop and correct himself and be like, uh, and I'd be like, I'm sorry, grandpa, I can't understand. He was like, he wouldn't be embarrassed of his Irish brogue. He was proud of it and he would laugh and then almost imitate a New Yorker or how a New Yorker would say it. When I talk to the Iconics, they'll say something. I'll be like, what? We should put uh, words underneath you because I don't understand what you just said to me. And then they will talk like me and I'll laugh because guess what? Then I sound like the idiot. Don't be an idiot. There's my bottom yeah. line. Hi, everyone. This is Lindsay Rhodes. And if you're like me, you are as interested in the NFL offseason as you are in the games on the field. We've already seen the landscape change dramatically with franchise quarterbacks on the move, contenders bolstering their weaknesses, bottom feeders trying to spend their way to wins. We break it all down on my podcast, The NFL Roadshow, with new episodes every Thursday. So please subscribe and listen wherever you stream your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. 
to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Right off the heels of a fantastic match last night on Dynamite against John Moxley, our good friend Jay Lethal. Jay, good morning to you. Good morning, LaGreca and Tommy. How are you? Uh, what right up, up, bud? Heels, you said, uh, thank you, thank you. You said uh, right up the heels of a fantastic match. Well, I don't feel fantastic. I feel beat up. <laughs> I'm, Moxie I'm brought sure. it. Oh, he he always does, right? I, I was expecting nothing less. And I had never stepped into the ring with him before. Uh, back in 2000 and maybe eight, nine. Maybe 2007, we were uh, on some shows together, but we, we've actually never been in the ring together. Yesterday was a first. Ooh, I didn't know that. Well, you guys actually have a great chemistry like you should because you're both pros, and it was a really, really good match. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you very much. I do have to ask you one thing. I know you've studied a lot of tape. I know you're just like Dave LaGreca. You're a big Ric <laughs> Flair fan. How come... You fell victim to the small package. I mean, come on now. He locked that in. If you would have just right, quickly cinched it, you would have kept being here with, without the L. I'm always ready for the small package. Uh, oh. I did not lose the small package, though. He didn't beat me with the small package. What was it, Inside Cradle? Such a, oh, the, you're right. No, no, he uh, did. You fed up small package DDT. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the DDT, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, okay. No one could right, get yeah. up after a DDT. <laughs> oh, yeah. You of all people should know that. <laughs> yeah, Tommy, you got confused. Unfortunately, my wife Violetta has to deal with the small package. But anyway, Jay. But up, up, but up, up. Jay, uh, new with AEW. How does it feel to be a part of AEW, being in an AEW locker room? It feels incredible. From the first day I got there, it you know, because I know everybody in the locker room pretty much. There's only a few faces that I never met, and literally the venues and the buildings are huge, so you. You can go a whole day without seeing all the uh, wrestlers there. Um, but every time I turned a corner straight from the first day, it was, oh, man, I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, man, it's good to have you here. It's like, man, being in the Ring of Honor locker room was so cool um, because it was a smaller locker room, 
And I enjoyed getting to sit down in the locker room once I know that I've said hello to everybody and everyone's sharing stories and everyone's happy to see each other. And when you go out after the show to eat, everyone's there because it's a smaller locker room. But it's the same, that same loving feeling, but just on a grander scale. Like, man, it's so crazy that, you know, when I get there in the, you know, in the morning, by the time I leave, I can still see someone who I hadn't seen all day. Like, it's wild. Um, and, you know, they know that it wasn't done on purpose. So, like, that's pretty cool. But, yeah, I'm loving it at AEW. Absolutely loving it. Uh, this weekend, you have a big, big uh, matchup. We're talking, uh, you know, from Ring of Honor. Dave said he hasn't talked to you in a long time. You know, I'm sure you were shocked with everything uh, with yeah. Ring of Honor going away. Were you more shocked when Tony purchased it? Uh, you know, I that's a great question. I think I think I was more shocked um, when it was going away, only because that was my uh, financially that was my bread and butter. That was how I was getting it. Was so it was more of a shock to me to find out. Uh, now you don't have a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was it was definitely unbelievable when I heard that Tony bought it. And the coolest thing about it to me is, throughout all the years of Ring of Honor, um, it, it has always been and felt like this underground cult fighting club. And if you didn't know about it, then you weren't cool. And if you didn't know about it, then you were just an average wrestling fan. Only the cool, uh, knowledgeable wrestling fans knew about it, and they dictated who they thought was the best in the world, man. You think this guy on television is great? You got to see this guy here at this Ring of Honor, this underground feel. Um, and, and that has really carried them throughout all the years, which is cool. Even though Ring of Honor struggled and tried to fight to become more than just that underground grunge feel promotion, um, they, they, we tried for years to, to overcome that. Um, and sometimes, you know, we shouldn't have rocked the boat. We should have just stuck to that. Uh, but now that uh, AEW owns it and Tony Khan owns it, now it's really, really more than any time ever has a chance to be to break out of that underground feel. It has a chance to have more eyes on it. It also has a chance to become a place where stars not only are made and developed, but they stay uh, because of the destination. Um, because you can actually make a living there now. So, yeah, I'm I'm super excited when I heard that Tony bought it. Also, I was excited on another note. Um, it was very tough for me to get over the fact that when they dropped that bombshell on us, not only did I no longer have a job um, at that particular time, but so did a lot of other guys. So hopefully, fingers crossed, because I made a lot of friendships in wrestling and my time in Ring of Honor, hopefully this leads to some of my friends who are no longer employed, uh, some fantastic wrestlers that just need some more, you know, experience and they need a little bit, you know, guys put some more eyes on them so they can actually see what they can do. So hopefully this leads to some of the guys who no longer have jobs getting some jobs, fingers crossed. Yeah. And Jay, and I, and I, I've said this many times on the air. I was actually speaking to Kerry Silken not too long ago and I mentioned it to him. If there was like a Mount Rushmore for Ring of Honor, you would obviously be on that Mount Rushmore. And, and here you are coming full circle. You're with AEW, you have that security. And then now you're wrestling Friday night at the Ring of Honor mm. show, WrestleMania weekend. Mm. What's that night going to be like for you? Supercar is going to be awesome. And and the, the, the wild thought here is, you know, every uh, wrestler, once they get into wrestling anyway, they want to be the main event. We all struggle and strive 
to be that main event, that guy, the match that brings them all in. So let's talk about Supercard's main event. I don't know what the order of the show is. Uh, and let's play a little game here. What do you think should, the main event should be of Supercard? And you won't hurt my feelings with your answer, especially if your answer is the same one as mine. So we got me versus Lee Moriarty. Um, man, we got the Briscoes versus FTR. Josh Woods defends the TV. Uh, Josh Woods defends the Pure title against Yuta. Um, man, it's a stacked show. So what what do you think the main event should be? And then I'll give you my answer. Well, I mean, are we still getting Gresham and Bandito? Yes, we still. Well, are that's your main event, Bandito, Jay. Yeah. That's your main event, right? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And I think Gresham is one of. I mean, he's operating on a high level technically. Hold for hold is rare that anybody can step into the ring and match him. But, and I would love to be the main event too. But even I'm going to take a backseat to this one because I believe that the main event should be. The Briscoes versus FTR, in my opinion. In my opinion. I really do. What about you, Tommy? I feel um, fans' interest. They are the most interested in that match. That's the match they've wanted the entire time. However, the world (laughs) title is the most important, and we're also unifying it. I would put that on always last because the world title should mean the most. And if I'm going from Tony Khan brain, the world title should and always does. I mean, you look at how he's booked a lot of his pay-per-views. Um, the world title usually goes on last. So uh, I uh, I like playing the fantasy booker. Uh, if I'm doing it for television, I'm definitely putting the FTR on uh, last just because yeah. I'm going to try to hold my audience. But because this is live on uh, <laughs> pay-per-view, I, will, I already have my audience. So I'm going to put yeah. it on second to last. Okay, I I, uh, I hear you, and uh, we both uh, we agree to disagree. <laughs> and I hear where you're coming from, Jay, because like I just mentioned, you on that Mount Rushmore, the Briscoes would be on that Mount Rushmore too. And thank you, when, yes, yes. And 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 I think that's a big reason why I understand. You know, it's kind of like your heart in your head situation. My my head says Gresham and Bandito, but my heart says the Briscoes and FTR. Right, and also the Briscoes, only ones to be in Ring of Honor longer than me, still going. So when you look at the show, the lineup uh, for tomorrow, who's been there the longest? It's been the Briscoes. They beat me by two years, I believe. And then I took a little hiatus and went to Impact Wrestling, and they stayed. So like, yeah, the Briscoes. I mean, there's there's nobody more synonymous uh, with Ring of Honor than, than the Briscoes. And I think, Tommy, too, I think not putting the world title on last doesn't demean the title or bring it down any bit, I don't think. But, yeah, I, 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 if, it, if I'm playing fantasy booker, I'm putting that tag match on last. Thanks, Jay. Have a good one, man. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Hi, everyone. I'm Hall of Fame sportscaster Leslie Visser. And if you love sports the way I do, the people, the passion, then you'll enjoy my podcast, In Conversation, every Thursday. I've drawn from 45 years of covering all sports with people like Billie Jean King and David Duchovny and the merry prankster himself, Bill Walton. I have reached the top of the mountain. I am having a conversation with Leslie Visser, my hero. So please listen and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts. We bring in Bianca Belair. Bianca, good morning to you, and congratulations on everything. Thank you. Good morning. 
What is up? The EST of WWE. Man, I've been a fan of yours since I first seen you. Uh, I couldn't be happier to interview you as well as to see you rise. Uh, Dave and I were just talking. Your stardom had, had just blew up. And it also blew up in a time where, like, there was no fans. And as a wrestler, you know, we work for those reactions. But man, what a difference it has made because it's what two years and now you're going to be again on top wrestling uh, in front of all those fans. It's just I'm super duper happy and proud of you because your success is awesome. It really is. Thank you so much. I mean, that means so much to me. It was it was very hard uh, <laughs> coming out um, and even being new and trying to introduce myself uh, to the WWE Universe with no fans because there's it's for me i don't want people to just watch me in the ring and and watch me be the est or watch me accomplish things i want them to feel it i want them to be a part of it i want to make people feel something and it's, it's sometimes it's hard to do that just do a tv screen so um it's amazing and now i get to be at wrestlemania this saturday going against becky lynch in front of the biggest crowd i've ever been in front of so it's it's like um i'm excited who came up and with the uh, est i love it. i I did. <laughs> I was in NXT and um, I remember Mark Henry came down to NXT and uh, he pulled me aside. He was like, hey, who do you want to be? Like when, when, when you go out there, you know, you want people to, 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 to know exactly who you are without you having to open your mouth or do anything or any, you know, it needs to be simplified. And so I'm like, how can I simplify this? Because I feel like I'm like multi- you know, faceted. And I feel like I'm not just one thing. Like I'm, I'm strong, but I'm also fast and, and I'm tough and I'm rough. I'm the quickest. I'm the greatest. I'm the best. I'm the E the okay. All that ends in EST. Wait, EST runs with NXT. I'm the EST of NXT. So then I became the EST of WWE. So it kind of just all came together. I was cutting a promo at um, one of the live events in NXT and I was just rambling about how I was the strongest and the fastest and the roughest and the toughest. And it all just naturally came together. So it was the first thing that, that I did, and it, and it stuck. Nice. You know, Bianca, life's crazy. And I, and I remember Mark, like, showing the videos. He, Mark knew, like, that you were a tremendous athlete, but knew that you would be the perfect WWE superstar. Isn't it crazy how life is? Because one, one thing goes just one way, and it can completely change your course. Like, how crazy is that? Life is wild. Um... I remember when Mark Henry was contacting me on Instagram and I, and I thought it was fake. And um, ironically, like before he even contacted me, I was talking to my mama and I was like, hey, I was thinking about maybe like trying out for the WWE. And, but I never followed through on it. And then Mark Henry contacted me. He's like, hey, you know, I saw a video of you doing CrossFit. You're wearing these big bows and tutus and you're doing cartwheels before you lift the weights and you're grabbing the microphone. Like you're, you're cutting promos. Uh, have you ever thought of being WWE superstar? He's like, he's like, I can get you a tryout, but you have to do the rest. But just go be yourself. And you should be fine. And he was the first person that saw that in me. And um, without his like um, affirmation of like, hey, you can do this, I probably would have never followed through with it. And so, uh, you know, he really opened the door for me. And I never imagined really, you know, I never, I didn't grow up imagining myself being a WWE superstar. But now that I am, I can't imagine being anything other than doing what I'm doing now. And, um, you know, it, I, and when I look back on my life, I see that everything that, that I did led me to here without me even knowing it. And I'm finally walking to my purpose and it feels amazing. And I've completely fallen in love. Dave and I were talking before you came on and I was like, I don't, 
if you realize what you've done, if when you get older, you become more and more reflective. So you got a long way to do this. But if you were to sit on the top of the mountain and look at yourself and what you accomplished, there are, there's 38, no, 39 WrestleMania main events. And how many people, how many millions of wrestlers, but how many people can say they main evented a WrestleMania? You can. And I'm not talking male or female. Then if you break it down to female, we broke it down. It was five. The, in the history of wrestling, I was at WrestleMania one when you had Wendy Richter and, and Fabulous Moolah, and they weren't in the main event. But like, if you really sit back and be like, holy crap, I accomplished something. And that is so amazing. Uh, it, it truly is. You have, and the other thing, I'm a parent. When you showed your parents watching wrestling, I lost it. Because I was like, <laughs> yeah. this is what it's all about. Because yeah. me and Dave, we went to, my father's not with me anymore. And my greatest moments with my dad were at wrestling. It's just, mm -hmm. I loved it. Loved it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, um, I, I think back and, and reflect on last year at WrestleMania and it gets even more surreal. Um, and, and I know that, you know, some people will even go, you know, when you're in WWE, your main goal is to make it to WrestleMania, right? Because um, that's what it's all about but to, to main event within itself. And, um, and, and even when I was in that moment, I kept questioning myself, like, should it be someone else? Like, I don't know. So, um, but I took it on and, and, and I understand like the magnitude of how special it is and how it's, things like that don't happen and how quickly it's happened. And, and to now be back at WrestleMania again, uh, this would be my second WrestleMania in a title opportunity within my first two years of being on main roster. So it's special. And um, I understand the magnitude of it. And so I, when I go out there, I just try to give it all that I have because I'm so blessed and honored to be in this position. And, and, and I work hard for it all the time because I don't, I want to show up and show out and live up to the occasion. Now, Bianca, we're seeing a different Becky Lynch. And a lot of that is because mm -hmm. of you. At, at SummerSlam, you know, Becky Lynch surprised you, beat you pretty quickly, and fans were upset. Here's Becky Lynch, one of the most popular WWE superstars there is. But when she beat you, people were mad. Like, how did that make you feel that, hey, you know what? That people are loving me, are emotionally invested in me. And this is Becky Lynch. Yeah, you know, SummerSlam was rough. It was tough, you know, to go from many many wrestlemania winning the title winning an sp off of that match and having all this momentum and then becky lynch comes back and then she takes the title in 26 seconds and i was like okay so is this i wasn't finished i just got started with i want to do more title and do, what do, do i just where do i what, what happens now am i finished and then to go online and to see the outpouring love and all the support um and i was like wow um you know maybe people thought i was just supposed to just go away and and that's it, but no. Um, so it, ironically, I feel like it, it made me a bigger star. Um, it got people behind me even more. And, you know, I constantly just was trying to check my perspective the whole time. I was like, hey, yeah, you lost the title in 26 seconds. But I always say my why is is the impact and influence I have on people. And that's my why, what I do, what I do. So, yeah, you lost the title in 26 seconds, but your impact is going to last longer than 26 seconds. And, and this is proof of that. So, it's time to show people who you are without the title, show them that you're still the EST and let's show a different side of you. Let's, let's climb back right up to the top and let's do it. So um, it's been a really cool riding journey and, and the fans have really been riding with me. So WrestleMania, when um, I'll throw it out there, when I had the Raw Women's title hold, holding it up above my head, 
it won't just be me uh, enjoying that moment and be all people that rode with me along the way. Yeah, David, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, Becky Lynch at the time was the most popular yep. female. She, and she's making a return. And yeah. everybody went nuts. And it turned you, it was, it was brilliant. And uh, it, it was just, it was a, like, everybody will say it was a moment and you've had so many and there are so many more. I'm going to give you a quick little merch idea. It's going to be called the hair shot heard around the world. I was famous for the chair shot heard around <laughs> the world because when you whipped Becky with that, the internet, was it real? Was it they, oh my gosh, we talked about it forever. Yeah. Did a whole show on it. You got the hair shot heard around the world. That's a t-shirt right there. And there. I saw people online saying, oh yeah, they added in noise. I'm like, no, they didn't. That was, I thought the one at WrestleMania with Sasha Banks was loud, but when I hit Becky, I was I was almost like, oh, I'm so sorry, but I'm not sorry. But sorry, because that was, that was loud. <laughs> My mom and, and used Bianca. to do that with a wooden spoon on me. <laughs> oh, jeez. Bianca, thank you. Thank you. Good luck. Tear it up. Thank you. Will do. Always. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks the SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash.